and hello everybody everybody hello and welcome to we synced it emotional damn it i realized that uh i put the fucking wrong soundboard Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. That, that clap becoming like, it becoming strong, but then it just finishes off quick as fuck. But uh, how you doing, Kevin, man? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I am chilling, dude. I cannot complain about anything. Uh, the new year, uh, old me, still kicking. Uh, I think we're in the second week of this uh, January, and things are yo, things are going in a fucking crazy way already. This is a. Uh, I mean, is I mean, we're not having no capital riots like we like we did last year, but it's still it's still it's in the air. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff is gonna happen. Yeah, kind of shit. So. I'm uh, I'm just keeping my head up on a swivel kind of thing. How about you? Uh, same. I, I don't know. I, I, do you feel any different? I just feel like it's like a continuation. This is uh, the extended version of uh, 2021. I haven't felt Actually, any... I feel like this is a continuation of 2020. Yeah, you're right. Like I, I felt like I feel like everything is just uh, dragging on from here on out. I don't know if it's just me just getting old. Or if it's just because, you know, that whole pandemic thing and the fact that we can't get over this kick kind of shit. And it seems like everybody's fucking out to lunch kind of shit because nobody really wants to focus in on it. Um, I feel like we're just dragging on this whole goddamn thing. And, you know, um, I don't really know how to go about it, but just uh, go to work. See if, uh, see if we can hang out with some friends and stuff like that because we can do that now. And hopefully... Nobody gets COVID because as soon as somebody gets COVID, it's like plans get canceled real quick. <laughs> somebody tests positive, it's like whatever plan you did have, nah, that ain't happening. And you got to stay home or try to make new plans. But I don't know. That seems like that's the, the thing to do now. But I am happy about that whole thing about like people are taking like health more seriously now. Like uh, if somebody does not even have, you don't even have to have like COVID or anything. If you get like sick with a cold, you have like some type of thing like that. People will tell you like, "Yo, hey, um, I got a cold or some shit like that," and uh, you know, I ain't gonna be doing anything. And the thing now is like people are accepting that. They're like, "Okay, cool, yeah, 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 no, just yeah. stay home, kind of shit." I I fucking love that shit. We've now. we've we've ended up postponing and canceling plans, yeah, specifically for that. And yo, you know what? Mm. It's not bad, man. It actually. Uh, we had plans to hang out uh, with some friends not too long ago, and let me tell you, I was in bed mm -hmm. on my PS5, and when I got the news, I was like, "All right, it's not yeah, bro. it's not it's not terrible news because I could just continue chilling." Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I I felt the same way. Like when I got that fuck, it was like a relief because I really I'm like, "Oh my god, do I really want to go?" I'm like, "Where's this place? <laughs> it's over here." I'm like, oh, well, I mean, at least it's in the middle of the day. I'm like, oh, man, but I still got to drive back home. I think but, you, you actually start looking more optimistic at being introverted. You're like, yeah. oh, so I don't have to spend money tonight. Yeah, got it's it. like, yeah, right, as soon cool. as 
they text saying that oh <laughs> you know shit ain't happening. I'm like oh, oh you, you know you do your you know you do the pleasantries like. Oh my God! Are you serious? Maybe we shouldn't be saying this out loud because they're gonna be like, "Oh, I saw your episode. You guys are full of shit." <laughs> so that message you sent me, you, you guys are full of shit. But no. But here's the thing: it's not like we're saying that we wouldn't have gone. We would have went. Would have had a fucking ball. But the fact that I have an option of not going, like the can the plans got canceled. That's also good too. It's like there's no bad part about this whole thing. And I feel like the older you get, the more happy you you get with. The fact that uh, if things do fall through or things don't fall through, I'm happy either way. It's like if I if I have to just stay home and not do anything and then just hang out, that's fine. But if I want to hang out with friends and shit like that and that shit happens, that's fine too. I'm happy either way. I am happy either way. But unless it's like a job or something, if if I'm on a gig and a gig get canceled, I'm fucking sad or I'm fucking upset about that shit. But if it's not, like if it's just hanging out with friends. I can hang out with you guys anytime. Like I know that uh oh, I know that life is pressures and you know you may not have the friends that you have now forever kind of stuff. I know. I know about that. But still, it's like But like what we were saying uh <laughs> earlier, um mm-hmm. the fact that this does feel like a continuation of 2020, um because of that, a lot of movies are are, are still getting postponed. Uh, especially due to the surge of the Omicron uh, variant, a lot of movies are being pushed back or you know po- uh, postponed. One movie in particular, uh, Morbius. So Morbius has now been pushed back six or seven times. Oh yeah. D- Correct me if I wrong if I'm wrong, but um, were people ever interested in this movie? Like, were, um, was anyone ever like excited? In this? I don't think. I don't think people's expectations or interest in the movie was high, but um, it was it was you know what I would say it was just as high as Venom was, like people's expectation of Venom was it was on par with Morpheus. Me personally, because uh, I really can't uh, go off of what uh, what everybody really thinks. If I have to make my own option, I'm gonna say that my my uh, optimism for this movie were. Um, it was pretty low. Like I, I wasn't interested in watching it. I know I was going to watch it because you know, hey, it's a comic book movie. Um, it's Morpheus. Maybe there might be a chance that uh, you know it might kick off some type of uh, Spider-Man kind of thing, or maybe something with Venom. Not really sure. Uh, I'm also an AMC member, so I'm thinking to myself, like, fuck it, why not? Hey, I'm gonna watch this shit for one of my movies that I get. Uh, to watch one of my three movies a week that I get to watch for free. So I was like, hell yeah, let me just go watch it. But um, the fact that it um, it got <laughs> it, seven times, right? Yeah. It got pushed back seven times. That interest has gone to, to an abysmal level. You got to think about it like this. If, if you ask a, a, a chick out, right? You ask her out the first time, she says no. You ask her out again, Later on, she says no. Third time you ask her out, it's like, and she says no again, you're just going to stop, right? Some people stop at two. Some people stop at three. Seven times you ask her. At that point, what are you? (laughs) What are you? It's not even about her anymore. What are you? Bro, you you are, I don't know. (laughs) You're somebody who is hopeful. You're like a Pixar movie. You're really hopeful and stuff like that because you're not going nowhere, man. 
You're out to lunch too. <laughs> Your brain is out to lunch. But I don't know if so. The comments that I've been reading um, when they announced the seventh uh, pushback date, um, the co- a lot of the comments I read were people saying like, oh, "I forgot this was coming out." Oh, I forgot that this well, was still a thing. Supposed to come out this month. And I don't know. For me, I don't know if I, I wasn't. I, I was never interested in this movie, even from the beginning. When I saw the first trailer, I thought it was lackluster. And I don't know if it was because it's a character I don't really know too much about. I don't know if it's because it's Jared Leto. Jared Leto to me seems like a really pretentious actor when we found out that he didn't know the pandemic was going down because he was in the middle of the desert with his little cult following and they decided to do a social media cleanse so he didn't have his phone in, on him so he came back like whoa what what's going on here what is happening everybody's on lockdown for what's going on uh, all that whole little like oh i'm oblivious to everything because oh me and my people we went to the desert just so we could meditate for a couple of weeks kind of thing, away from media and everything. And it's like, bro, you don't understand, dog. Like, here's the thing that's crazy, right? This whole, like, they want to get away from media. They still have uh, something to, the people who are following them, his, 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 what, the, what are the people who, who are in the actual cult? The followers, whatever, the following, those people. They are still, like, Focus. They're not focused on themselves. They're focusing on you, kind of thing, because they're with you, kind of shit. They don't. You don't see that. You you become their god at that point. Like just think about it, like uh, like a church retreat, right? Now, if somebody was to go on a church retreat at this point, they are celebrating. They're they're worshiping. They're doing all this other kind of stuff. They're medita- They're meditating too, but they're 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 doing it to God now. If you're their only means of like outside source or just like enjoyment or entertainment, they're gonna be doing the same thing to you, and you're just drinking that shit in. That, oh my god, man! It's it's like it's a weird thing with that guy, man. I'm telling you, yo, ten twenty years, that guy's gonna be some type of cult leader. He's gonna be. You're gonna see, like, there's gonna be cops, helicopters, SWAT team, FBI's that are gonna be outside of his house. And it's going to be a TikTok thing, and it's going to be fucking hilarious. Now, maybe not 30 years, TikTok is not going to be around. It's, it's not going to be as uh, poignant as it is now. It's probably going to be something else. Slam. I think that's going to be a new app. I think the new app that people are going to jump on. But, yeah, man. Um, also, I think it's a weirdo. I think <laughs> it's uh, the, the fact that it's a Sony movie. So, you know that the, this world is, like, limited. Mm-hmm. You know, they're okay. The you know, no, nothing else from Marvel exists in this world because all the other IPs are owned by Disney now. So, I, I also feel like it's it's kind of limited. People got excited from this last Spider Man movie because Disney got involved, and it's like, oh, we're gonna do so much stuff. And yeah, in our world, the X Men exist as well as the Avengers, as well as Fantastic Four, as well as so many other things. But then when you're watching a Sony movie, it's like, no, no, no. Only these specific characters exist, and I think that's why another reason why the the anticipation has been a little bit like, yeah, you know, who are we going to see pop up in this movie? We're definitely not going to see Tom Holland. We're definitely yeah. not going to see any of these characters. Well, it's, I mean, the here's the thing: like the reason why they uh, postpone it is not because it's not like um, uh, Doctor Strange. Why they postpone that is because you know they they are shooting some more scenes. 
they postponed this just because of the the variant, the Omicron variant. And that's why the same thing that we got, <laughs> the same thing that they already edited and cut prior to Spider-Man, that Spider-Man No Way Home movie, is the same thing that we're going to get, uh, what's it, three months from now? So nothing has changed. They're, they're not going to add any new scenes or anything like that. To be honest, uh, I think they should... They should postpone it another time. Give it another three months. Why not? I say get it to a, a decent 10. A solid 10 uh, pushbacks just so you, you solidify that you are the, mo- like the most anticipated, quote, movie that hasn't been able to come out in two years. Before that, you know what movie uh, was doing the same thing? That other Sony movie or Fox movie. Uh, it was another Marvel movie is supposed to be like a horror oh uh, the new mutants the new mutant movie and how'd that turn out did you see that bad. it was bad i saw that uh at my house at my house i paid five bucks to watch that movie because like i i have to admit like i didn't really want to watch it when uh it was it was coming out in theaters or anything i didn't want to watch it then but the fact that it was just constantly being pushed back and nobody was talking about it. I was like, yo, how'd that movie turn out? I, I gave it a watch, and yo, um, that movie was not great. I found myself not watching the whole thing. Watch, uh, I was on my phone for the most part. It's basically uh, a waste of five bucks. But it, but keep in mind, though, I think that was the last movie uh, 20th Century Fox made yeah. before they were bought by Disney. Mm-hmm. So it was like, duh, Fox was was messing up. Marvel movies. It got to a point, like, I think by the time they got to, like, X-Men Apocalypse, it was, like, people pretty much were like, yeah, they need to really stop this, man. They're, they're, they're messing it all up. And I think that's why Disney stepped in. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah let, let us take care of it. We got this. We're going to buy you guys, and we're going to do it the right way, the way it should be. Um, But I don't know. I, I, I really, when the movie comes out, I think I'm, I, I'm on the same boat as you. Like, yeah, I'll watch the movie, but I'm not going to go rushing to go buy tickets or anything like that. I'll, yeah. I'll watch it on my own time. And and by the way, that's a good thing. Because, like, you, you're, my expectations are already on the ground. So anything that happens that's like, huh, interesting, in this movie, is going to be nothing but positives. Because as of right now, you're working with, uh, usually, you know, you go into a movie, it's 50-50. No, right now, it you're basically... It is 70-30 and negative 70. I'm talking about it's like everything that's 70 is bad. So I, I am not expecting much from it. All right. But what I am expecting a lot from is that the Batman trailer. Because uh, Kevin showed me some stuff that I missed while I was watching it. And you showed me that one scene that, that really caught your eye that, you, that made you really want to watch the movie. And if you guys ever watched the Batman trailer, the new one that came out uh, the beginning of this year, there's a scene that they have a mounted camera on the back of the Batmobile. In the undercarriage. In the undercarriage, right underneath where the flames, uh, when his flames comes out. And it basically does like a a drift stop in rain. And when it, once it stops, there's a car that just fucking flip a car that has uh, the penguin in it, I believe, right? Yeah. And it just flips. This scene, we before we started the podcast, we saw this thing so many times that we were trying to figure out how the fuck they did that. Because 
it looks like a simple scene, but there's a lot of timing that's being done. Not only because you got to think about it, not only that you have to rig up uh, a car mount, but on top of that, you have to have a car, another car flipping in the fucking air while the car, when the car that you have the car mount on stops, the car has to flip up, crash, and land in the perfect spot. Because, you know, where it landed was, was that square, square four, no, square five. That's right in the middle. Middle shot. It's perfect. It's it, it's it's a beautiful scene, and we were trying to die. We were trying to dissect how they did this, and we figured out how we would do, how we would have done this, and um, basically, hopefully, they come out with the behind the scenes because we really want to see how they got that shot out of all the shots that they've done. Yeah, no, the the cinematography looks really impressive on the new Batman. Um, Pat actually explains why the trailers of the Batman, of all the Batman movies, going back from even the Dark Knight to Batman versus Superman, and and even now, the reason why the Batman trailers have always been fantastic is because they're focusing on an aspect of the movie that is eye grabbing. So you you even said for the Dark Knight, <clears throat> it 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 was exciting because they they showed that duality between Batman and Joker in the middle of the street. For Batman versus Superman, they showed Ben Affleck just beating the shit out of all these guys. This one is also action-packed, but we also said that this one also has like a serial killer, kind of like seven David Fincher type of feel to it. So it's showing an aspect that is really exciting. For me, I think this is the most, for me, this is my most anticipated movie of this year. Um Definitely want to rent a movie theater to go check oh, this out. Oh, hell yeah. It comes out March 3rd, right? The yeah. beginning of March? Yeah. That's definitely going to be uh, a, a movie theater rental. I think that same month, Doctor Strange comes out as well, right? I think so. And, but I think also the fact that HBO announced that they're going to make um, a TV spinoff based off of Colin Farrell's Penguin portrayal of the movie. And HBO makes quality shows. So I'm excited to see how that's going to turn out. Uh, Doctor Strange, my uh, correction, my bad. Um, it comes out May 6, 2022. So that is like two months after that. So, yeah, so I think uh, the, the whole month of March, I think that's the only movie that we have to look forward to, unless Morpheus get pushed back to March, which, um, oof, why would they do that? <laughs> why, why would they do that? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. That, that movie looks like it's going to be the movie to get. But I got a question. Yeah. Has HBO, are they continuing to do the thing where, oh, we released the movie in theaters, but we're also going to put it in uh, on streaming as well? They're going to do that for this year as well? Or no? Um, it On the trailer, it did say exclusively in theaters. Um, I think what they're going to do is they're going to release it on HBO, but like 30 days after. Okay. So they're the not going to do that out. for this year. Uh, I, I don't I don't know if they're gonna do it with every movie though. I'm not sure because they did it with the Matrix. Yeah, but that was like last year. That was like the last movie to come out last year. I know that in the beginning of uh, at the end of was that at the end of 2020 that they started doing that, or was it in the middle of 2020 that they started releasing movies? When they come out in theaters, we'll release them at home as well. 
I think it was starting in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one, right? And yeah. they, and they did that for the whole the whole run of the year, which it was great, by the way. Uh, Dune, they did that. I, I believe that this new Dune movie uh, might be. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, it's coming out this year, uh, around the fall times. But you know, no no trailer has released. Um, no no saying that. Oh yeah, it's also going to be released in uh, uh, and for home streaming. None of that stuff has been said or brought up at all. But, I mean, we're already two weeks into January, and I feel that they're not going to do that for this year. I'm thinking that they probably hoping that we all got control of this COVID thing. Because I don't think they're making money with the streaming. I don't know if that's – I mean, was uh, was Christopher Nolan right for leaving Warner Brothers? And maybe that's what also pushed them to make the decision of, all right, let's uh... – Well, the only thing that I can think just on, on personal basis is the fact that we were going to rent a movie movie theater for Dune. And I remember when I uh, told people that we were going to rent a movie theater for Dune and – I said that, oh, yeah, it's also, that movie is also coming out on streaming as well. And their whole thing is like, oh, if it's coming out on streaming, forget it. I'll just stay home and just watch it. That's what their initial thing was. Like, I'm just going to watch it at home. That's it. And I was like, huh. So if everybody's just going to watch it at home, why the fuck should we rent a movie theater for it? Fuck it. That's that's a wash. We're not going to do it. And that that's exactly what happened. And it, it wasn't until after the movie came out and then people were like, Oh yeah, I should have rented a theater for Dune and you know, they heard a little bit <laughs> because you brought it up. But, you know, it was all right. I understood that. You watched it at home and you realized that you weren't getting the full you weren't getting the whole the fill the full uh villeneuve of the whole thing. You weren't getting that and you really wish that you would have saw it in theaters. I think I think yeah. If if Warner Brothers is giving out that option of oh we're gonna stream it at the same time as a release, mm-hmm. people are gonna go for okay. Then I'd rather watch it at home. But like Spider Man, for example, they forced people to go into the theater because they were like, no no no, we're gonna release this exclusively exclusively in theaters, and people went and saw it. I mean, yeah. the movie did really well. Now it's the third, well, highest you know box office smash now. And can you just imagine if there was no COVID? Oh that God. shit would have been the number one. Hands down. No, we wouldn't even have been able to rent a whole, uh, movie theater. Yeah, movie theaters would be like, "No, nah, no, nah, we're done with that. Like, we're making, t- we're selling yeah. tickets now." Like, you know, um, I'm so yeah. I am happy about that shit. The fact that we could just rent a theater because one thing that people were telling me um, is that yo, when they were in theaters, you know, th- it was no block thing that they had before. Like, you had to sit like two seats away from people. No, you were in the theater with people. Who probably had COVID or who, who didn't stuff like that, and you were sitting right next to motherfuckers, like waist fucking deep in people. At least us, shit. Everybody was sitting. We, we were like seats apart. Motherfuckers had like legs spread out. I was laid out like Princess Leia, cause I was just relaxing, just watching Spider Man, and it felt good. I suggest that people rent theaters, cause those shits are fucking. It's cheap. It's, it's. I'm not talking about like it's like oh my god it's gonna break the bank cheap, nah, but if everybody chips in, it's cool. yeah, everybody who chips in is like twelve fifty for a theater, and you you're you're in there with your friends. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this shit until to the to the point that everybody realizes that watching a movie with your friends 
not at your house, but in a theater is way better than anything. It's fucking awesome. It's uh, Chef's Kiss. All right. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, so you recently saw uh, Bubba Fett. You saw both of them. Last week I was talking about uh, when we were here, where uh, Daniel was here. I was saying, like, yo, you guys should watch. You should give it, like, two weeks or three weeks because the first episode was kind of short. You saw both episodes of The Book of Boba. What's your thoughts on them? The first episode was very uneventful. <laughs> like, uh, I kind of already knew the backstory about him coming out of the Sarlacc pit at, oh. after Return of the Jedi, so I already knew how that was going to turn out. But it, uh, I don't know. I, I I'm not sure how I feel, how they're portraying uh, Tamora Morrison's character. Um, they're making him feel more like a, like a good guy, like a, like a hero type, and I'm getting kind of tired of that. We already got that with the Mandalorian. Yeah, we already have the good guy. I wanted him to be more of a badass. Yeah. I wanted him to be more bad guy-esque. Or I know that he, he's not really a, a bad guy. He's just a, a bounty hunter, so he just... Goes after whoever has the he whoever has the biggest bounty. That's that's who he goes after. But here's the thing, we already have that character in what you said, the Mandalorian. Yeah. We already have that character. He he's a guy who follows the Mandalorian code. Uh, he he what you call he he goes after who has the bounty. Doesn't matter if you're good. Doesn't matter if you're bad. Whatever bounty you have, he you he, you have, he'll get that money. But if he finds out that you were in the wrong, if you're in you're you were uh, wrongly done, he will break you out, no fucking problem, because he already did his you know he did his job, got his money, now he's gonna break you out, and that's it. And I I don't want to see Bubba Fett doing that kind of shit. It just I don't know my my thought of Bubba Fett. I always thought that he was just a badass through and through, like oh he's just a bad guy. He I, he's just a bad guy. He likes the money, but first and foremost he just. He's bad. <laughs> He's so, got a fucking rocket on his back. So I do think like a lot of people are going into this show already assuming, oh, this is supposed to be that badass Boba Fett. But we still haven't seen the badass Boba Fett. Like that that reputation that he had in Empire Strikes Back, we still don't know why he had that reputation. We never saw it. I would love to see a series that shows those early years of Boba Fett taking down some of the hardest bounties ever. And you understand why he's so ruthless, why he's so, you know, why he does the, 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 the things he does. I will never forget when in Empire Strikes Back when they first show him and he's lined up with the other bounty hunters and Darth Vader's giving the instruction like, I, 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 I want them alive. You know, don't do anything crazy. Just capture them. And then he stops and has to look at Boba Fett and says, no disintegrations, meaning, yo, I don't want you to like that means he has a history of literally disintegrating go-to. people. That's his go-to weapon, yo. That's, that's, that's it. what I want to see. I want to see that Boba Fett. This new Boba Fett, okay, I get it. He's an older man, and he's. it, it seems like he's like a little bit of a changed man a little bit. I, I, I don't want to... That's not what I signed up for. I, I signed up to see, like, yo, this backstory of him being so awful, that's what I want to see. But it's Disney. You can't really ask for that because they want people to feel good. Well, I don't know, you know, because Disney say that they're going to they're come out with a, a Deadpool movie. Like, the, but that's Marvel, Deadpool. though. Yeah. Like, with Star Wars, they haven't announced 
like all everything that they've announced, it's like, no, we're making shows about heroes. The next show that's coming out is Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, they're no. not gonna they're not gonna make a show about Darth Maul. They're, they're not sure. gonna make a show about you know. And I feel like nah, they they've got an they're, opportunity. They're turning everybody who 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 was who were just villains into like. Like oh they have a no oh, this is why they're like this like I don't really I'm not a fan of that whole shit about like uh, a villain with a backstory and that's why they became villains I saw that they did it with uh, Maleficent and they are going to do it with uh, Ursula and I'm not a fan of that whole thing man because I feel that yo if these guys are bad let them be bad they also did it with uh, Corella Deville and. I'm still mad that she didn't kill a goddamn dog in that whole movie, <laughs> but I thought she was a dog killer. So that's fucking that's nuts. Um, shit, man, it's like why, bro? Why? Why? Why are they turning these people? They they they're basically changing the lore of these characters into. So now when you watch the when you watch the original, you know, uh, years down the line, you be like, you look at Corella and you like, she just misunderstood, yo. No, she ain't misunderstood. This chick drives fast, kills dogs for clothing and clout. She's a clout chaser, Corella, if you think about it. But that's not what they're showing you in the the movie. I think so far since Disney has taken over, the only villain that I've seen that really like feels like a villain and actually you know is portrayed that way was um the dude from Rogue One. Uh, Krennic, the guy that actually is like the guy in charge. He wears like the white suit. Yeah, uh-huh. like he to me, yo, his sarcasm when he first arrives on the planet at the beginning of the movie and talks to um, Mads uh, Mikkelsen, and he says like, Mads Mikkelsen says like, yeah, I, I live here alone. You know, my wife passed away. Oh, my condolences. And he's being sarcastic because he knows that that's a lie. And then all of a sudden, the guy's wife shows up, and he's like. She's back from the dead. Like, uh, yo, that sarcasm, that attitude, I would love to see that. Like, I would love to see a, a villain in one of these shows act like that. Like, that badass, like, sarcasm. Like, so far, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a, a villain act like that. But you know what? I, I'm holding my breath because I think uh, a Mandalorian season three is soon to come out. And uh, hopefully, they show more of. Um, I forgot this guy's name from uh, Breaking Bad. That's the he's got the dark saber in Mandalorian. I know yeah. he can act like that. Yo, that dude is playing a villain in the Mandalorian, right? He's also playing a villain in The Boys. The Boys, and was a villain in Breaking in Bad. Breaking Bad. Like, that's what he does, man. He's 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 a bad he's guy. That guy. He, yeah, he's a bad guy. And you know, I like the way he plays bad because, or Breaking. I like the way he breaks bad because the way that he does it is like. It's a subtle kind of fucking bad guy. It's like you don't know. It's like he would tell, he would say, no, 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 you're going to be perfectly fine. You'd be okay. Don't worry. Your life is in my hands, right? And then he'll walk away, and then he'll tell his guys to kill you, bro. <laughs> his name, oh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, That's that name. guy is fucking, he's like a smooth bad guy. I'm trying to see if, uh, I'm trying to compare him to like a villain in the past. Who who used to be who used to play a villain in every movie, but I can't figure out somebody who. Does I felt that. like Mads Mikkelsen was kind of like that. Was always playing a, like a awesome villain until I saw him in in Rogue One, and he was the girl's father. 
Mads Mikkelsen, dude, in Casino Royale, he was fantastic. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was Hannibal on the show yeah. Hannibal. Like, he's another, he always plays bad guys, and he's great at it. Yeah. Gary Oldman was like that for a while until I saw him as Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> that motherfucker played Dracula. <laughs> he was Dracula. He played. Uh, he played the bad guy in the professional. In the professional, he also played uh, the bad guy in uh, the Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the perfect fucking bad guy. And I know there was uh, an interview that was done uh, with uh, an actor. I'm not really sure uh, who he or she was, but. Um, they were saying like they prefer to play bad people, like bad guys, because those characters are real fun to play. And I, I get it. I fucking get it. It's like you're doing stuff that you would never if you're if you're not a bad person, you're doing stuff that you never would really do in real life and you're saying the things that you would never really say. And it's like, oh man, it's fucking perfect. It, it's just like it's a good gig. And it's a fun fucking gig that you can do kind of shit. Like I, I can see the enjoyment in playing a bad person, rather than playing like the good guy, the face and shit like that. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of a face, but a fucking heel, oh, all fucking day, all goddamn day with that shit. That it's just like you could do whatever you. It, it seems like when it comes to like heels, you you have a chance to basically make the character into whoever you want it to be. Like you could make this person very. Uh, like, uh, for lack of a better word, boombastic kind of shit. Like, they can just be just as outgoing and vile as possible, or they can just be subtly creepy, like the guy from No Country for Old Men. Like, how fucking scary that guy was on screen every time he was on screen. And it was like, this dude has got mental problems, but I don't know what the fuck it is, but... It just seems like you know what gave it away with that guy. It was his haircut. His haircut <laughs> was the thing that gave it away that this guy is a problem. Cause look at it. It was like a bowl haircut. He he basically had the haircut with that like that that, that uh. It gives you serial killer assassin yeah, vibes. That, that berries and cream commercial. <laughs> does he not? He does. He has that berries and cream haircut guy. He's got the haircut, but yeah, uh, it's that bowl cut. It's that bowl cut, man. <laughs> no country for old no. It, it is fucking terrifying. Oh, I put too many C's in there. No country for old men. Yeah, uh, what's that guy's name? Um, Javier Bourdain. Yeah, that guy's haircut, man, it was fucking terrifying. And on top of that, he's a linky guy. Not not linky. He he is he is built like um. He's built like uh, Michael Myers. He's fucking tall and like he he looks like strong as fuck. It seems like if if you were to have like a fist fight, like if you're trying to fight for your life, there's a possibility that he would just win just off of just brute strength alone. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like if you're trying to like get him off of you, there's no possible way like he'll break your arm and shit like that with no fucking hesitation. Like you'll be you'll be struggling, breathing hard and shit like and he'll just be like Break one arm, and yo, he enjoys that shit. Like he would, he would like, what's that? Um, he he will find enjoyment out of making you like torture you before he kills you. Like if he breaks one arm, he'll break another. Then he'll break your legs, and then he'll work up to like actually killing you, kind of shit. That's what this guy seems like. 
I remember watching this movie, not even thinking what the hell's going on. The first time I watched this movie, uh, I think it was you who suggested me watching this, and I didn't know what I was getting into. And this movie was like, what the fuck? Where is this? What's going on? Is this based on a true story? What, what's going on? And you know the movie that gave me the same kind of vibes, but it's not the same kind of premise? Uh, there was a movie that had, um, damn it, it was about these two brothers who robbed banks. Oh, um, Hell or High Water? Yes, that movie. That movie was like one of those, those, those movies that uh, if somebody brings it up, like, it's not a movie that people would like to talk about, but if somebody was to bring it up and say that, yo, have you ever seen this movie? It's like, it's like an instant, you get like five, ten minutes of a, just a conversation just purely on that movie of how good it is. And everybody who I've ever talked to about that movie, it always, it always came at a, like, a surprise to them that that movie was that good. It was like either somebody told them to watch it or they just stumbled upon it. And they watched the trailer or something. And as they're watching the movie, it was like, yo, yeah, this excuse me, this movie was really fucking good. And then when you jump into the ending, it's like, oh, my God. That ending was fucking superb. Like, it was like, it was the perfect ending. But it was not because some people were like, man, I wish they would make like a part two because I want to see what happened. Like, nah, 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 nah. The way that it ended was perfect. The fact that they both were like, yeah, we, we should meet up again kind of shit. And it's like, yo, you know what they meant by that shit. Next time I see you, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm going to see you next time kind of <laughs> shit. And it was like, yo, that's perfect. I don't need to see them actually having a duel. I don't need that shit. You can leave that shit with the birds. I want to, I just want to be, that's it. It's like, it's like jumping in a jacuzzi when you're in Aspen after you just uh, hit the slopes. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. Actually, I've never done that before, so I can't even use that analogy. <laughs> but it's like jumping in the bathroom after you had a long day, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit is fucking superb. Uh, what else? The Boys is also returning this year. And I'm um, looking forward to that. The Amazon is returning to Amazon, and that's coming back June 3rd, 2022. Which is a good way to start off, like to kickstart the summer season. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, it's going to be eight episodes, and it's not going to be a binge show. You know, Amazon is doing it one episode at a time, which is weird because remember the first season, they gave us everything. Second season, they, you know, they gave us a slow drip. Third season, they're giving us another slow drip. Um, I'm back. I'm back to where I was in the 90s, man. <laughs> Yo, before, I, I think there was on this podcast, I said, I fucking hate it. I hate this fucking slow drip shit. Now I am, uh, I'm back to it, bro. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, no. It, and you know, <laughs> so the thing is, is when you binge watch something, you end up talking about it for like a week or two, and then you move on to the next thing. Yeah. When it's slow drip, you have a whole week to talk about it and to like sit down and actually think about it. And I think it helps you appreciate the show a little bit more because, bro, one thing I will say back when Netflix was doing the whole like, oh, we're just going to, you know, release everything all at once. Mm -hmm. Bro, Stranger Things. Yeah. I think I, I would talk about it about a week 
and then I moved on. You had, yeah, you had, the thing is about it is like, you had to watch every episode in a week when it come when it came down to binge like a sh- uh, a show that everything dropped because if you didn't watch the whole episode in a week somebody's going to spoil it for you by uh shit even within that week people are going to spoil it for you but that following fucking week that it already came out people are definitely going to spoil it for you there's going to be fucking shit out on TikTok about it there's going to be everything out there that's going to people are going to spoil everything for you and but but we, but like also like I I would move on so quick onto yeah. the next show. Now it's like no, I'm not moving on so quick. I'm I'm, I'm I want to stick to this and I want to go along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Which you know what man, I it's telling me a mm-hmm. lot about Netflix and their content. Mm-hmm. Bro, their content really doesn't have a lot of rewatchability. Oh yeah, man. dude. Like um remember Bird Box with Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Do you remember how people were talking about it for like a week and that's it? Everyone well, moved some people on? were saying that uh, there was uh, some stuff that was going out saying that maybe that's, that shit was like corporate made. But no, but I feel like that with all their stuff. movies. Like, have you gone back to watch any Stranger Things? Uh, no. Have you gone back to watch, uh, what was the one that, that trilogy that came out not too long ago, that horror movie, Fear Street? No, I haven't watched that. Like, there's, I, I haven't rewatched anything that Netflix has created. Well, I mean, give me some time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because, yo, I'm rewatching uh the Tick right now. I'm, a, I'm on a Tick binge. But that's not Netflix. No, nah, it's not Netflix. Uh, what have I watched? I have been rewatching like, uh, New Girl on Netflix. But, but that's, that's not Netflix. <laughs> that's not Netflix at all. I do. I, I don't I, think I've ever, I don't think I've ever rewatched anything that Netflix, uh, has put out. Not even a movie wise. Unless, like, if I fell asleep on a, my first watch through, I've never rewatched anything on Netflix, uh, like that, mm. that's good. Yeah, you know I mean, that's something to think about. I thought I have, but I, no, nah, I never have. I never wanted to. It's like there was nothing that was compelling me to be like, you know, let me watch this again because it was just so good the first time. Um, shit, not even The Witcher. And I really do like that show. I really do like uh The Witcher TV show. Damn, I mean, you know what? Uh, even uh, what you call it, uh, Delgado has said that Netflix. He doesn't like the quality of movie of like movies or TV shows that that Netflix come out with. Like he uh, he 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 has a, a meter of like what's good and what's bad. Uh, what's bad is he, you know he also he likes to talk about like how CW shit is bad. Warner Brothers like HBO uh, comic book stuff is good, but. Um, if it's Netflix quality, it's horrible. Like it, it's like if you ever see like Netflix quality shit, it's bad. Unless it came from like a third party, and Netflix just bought the rights. If Netflix buys the rights to something, it's gonna surprise you how good it is. But if it comes from Netflix, like you know, it's a Netflix original that came from the house of Netflix, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be medium or horrible, which medium is not bad. It just means like it's all right. It's okay. It's, but the rewatchability is it's not high on that. And, yo, man, I, I agree with them 100% on that, man. Like, when it comes to, like, what's that? They, they came out with this, uh, this show that was supposed to be uh, like a superhero kind of show on Netflix. I believe it came out like either last year or the year before. And the costumes were so bad. It it felt like 
it was something that they bought from like uh, one of those pop up Halloween pl- uh, places, and I remember watching it being like, man, they could have done so much better. They could have done so much more with the characters, and even the makeup for the the actor. I guess he was supposed to seem old. It just seemed like it was just bad. Everything was bad about that show. And the worst thing about it was that the 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 show didn't pick up until like the the episode six, and it only had eight episodes. So you only had, yo, know, you had like two great episodes, but the other episodes were just like dragging on. It's fucking horrendous, and that's what the you know that's what Netflix gives you, man. And I, I'm still subscribed to it, man. I, I don't know why. I'm just waiting for some, you know. I'm just. Because they're the OGs of this shit. <laughs> you know, they're the OGs of, of streaming. And I'm just waiting here, just, you know, hoping that, you know, they, they find their fucking feet. Even that, oh, man, remember that fucking show that they came out with when they came out with a original content? It was that, uh, um, Lee, uh, Leather. It was a show about a guy, he's a gangster, he gets put into another city or some shit. It was it was like one of Netflix's original TV shows. Oh. Let me see Netflix. Uh, first original series. Not House of Cards. That is not. Netflix first ten original series ranked. I didn't even know they had 10. They had a show, Richie Rich. <laughs> Hemlock Grove, I do remember that. Unbreakable Kimmy Smith. Marco Polo. Bloodline. Orange is the New Black. Dog, nobody talks about that shit. Remember how that shit was like, it was going, people were going nuts over that show. Grace and Frankie, what is the name? Chef's Table. Chef's Table is a good show. Oh, they don't even have it. It's not even on here. Maybe I'm crazy. There was a there was a Netflix show that began with a letter L. I don't know what it was, but it was about some some mob gangster or some shit like that. And that show, I remember watching one episode of it. Luther? No, not Luther. The original show. About a gangster. What is it? What is the... Well, I mean, whatever. Um... I thought I knew what the name was. I think it would give me with an L. Let me look for. There you go. Lily Hammer. <laughs> the fucking worst show I've ever I've seen. I've never heard of that show. Bro, this came out when Netflix were giving out DVDs. Oh, wow. <laughs> this show, I wanted to like for I don't know what reason. But I just never did. I was just like, nah. 
Not a fan. Not a fan of it. You know, I know what Netflix got going for them. Foreign content. They have a lot of like um stuff from Asia and But they buy it. Yeah, they buy it. That, it's not it. them, but some of the stuff does say original content. It says original, Netflix original. And on top of that, they they also are coming out with uh they're in talks to do a um Scott Program TV show, animated TV show. It's gonna have the original creator on board, and it's also gonna have uh, Edgar Wright as executive producer. But he's just executive producing, so I mean, do with that what you will. Uh, TV shows compared to movies are totally different, so I'm not really sure what an executive producer does on on when it comes down to TV shows, but. When it comes down to uh, movies, they're they're the money. Like they can get the money, they can get the the backing and stuff like that. They give you the, all the resources. But in movies, I know that certain like uh, certain things they it has like a different hierarchy. Like showrunner is basically what a director is when it comes down to uh, TV shows. So uh, the fact that um, the guy who created a uh, Scott Program. It's gonna be uh, what you call it. He's gonna coach. Uh, he's gonna be a coach showrunner with uh, someone else. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna stick true to the actual comic book and maybe the movie. So I'm looking forward to that. But this Lily Hammer show was. Um, I wanted to like it, but I just could not find a reason to. It's like you wanna, like yeah, I want this thing to succeed, but you know what, this thing's gonna have to succeed without me, because I just can't find no enjoyment in this. So good luck. And God help, you know what I mean? That's what this show basically made me feel like. But yeah, I, I mean, you didn't even hear about the, you didn't even know about this show. Damn. So what does that, what does that say? What does that <laughs> fucking say about this? I thought, I thought it was just me. I'm like, oh man, this, this, uh, everybody. I mean, it had real good reviews. Even on this thing right here, it says it has four out of five stars. Dude, I remember this old school fucking uh, Netflix layout. Like you could rent. Have you ever rented a DVD for Netflix? No, never. I, I never had like Netflix when it was like that. Oh, I remember you guys used to rent the DVD. So like, I just never bothered getting it. Yeah, I mean, shit. Nef- the only reason I I knew about Netflix is because of the fucking Xbox. If if it wasn't for that that uh that um. That fucking joint force that they had with Netflix, where you get an Xbox, you get the Xbox 360, and you get the you get Netflix. I think they, they I think they give you like three months of Netflix for for free if you just subscribe to it. And I'm like, what the fucking Netflix? But at that time, if you had Netflix, you had to rent a DVD. So you know, I got the three months and. I rented a DVD, but I never watched a fucking DVD. Like I would just rent them because you had to pick, you, you had to make a list, and then they'll just send you whatever is on your list. And I would just rent them. Like, what the fuck is this? I'm I'm not gonna watch this. I'm just gonna, you know, just watch what's on Netflix. And while I was watching Netflix, I was like, oh, this shit is pretty fucking legit. I'm like, so I can rent anything I want. You start looking at your fucking catalog differently when you're like, hmm, let me see. There's some movies here I want to see. You know, but they only give you, like, if it's like a DVD set kind of thing, they only give you one DVD at a time. 
So you only get one. You don't get the whole box set kind of shit. Unless you upgrade your plan from, I think they start at $10 and then it went to 14 When you get 14 they give you two DVDs. And $20, they give you four, uh, they give you like uh, a number of DVDs kind of shit. So, and on top of that, you had to specifically ask them, can I get the special, uh, the special dish that they came with? Because sometimes, you know, they'll give you one DVD and they won't give you like, the special features kind of shit. So you had to like email them like, yo, can I get the the special this as well with this? Cause I want to see the behind the scenes and all that other stuff. And sometimes uh, they'll say no, I've never gotten a yes. No, I've never gotten a no. I've always gotten a yes. And they'll send it to you for free. And then, but you have to give it back with the actual DVD. They don't do that. I don't think they, they send out DVDs anymore. I don't believe. It's, it's just, I mean, if you're on Netflix, just stream it right then and there. Why Why would you go through that whole... But there's places in, in the world that they can't get, like, internet. So then how are they going on Netflix to order DVDs? Cellular phone, bro. <laughs> Cell phones, man. They can't stream. They got a certain amount. Are they still giving out DVDs? I don't nah. think so. There's no way. Yeah, maybe. DVD Netflix. DVD.com? Yeah, yeah they, they That's still on do. Netflix. Add DVD plan. You're on DVD.com. That's not Netflix. That's another website. <laughs> Are you sure? No, it is. It is. Look, this is my plan. I have the one. No, this is not me. <laughs> what is this? Um, Netflix. Complete your Netflix experience with DVDs. Thousands of movies, pre- um, premium TV shows, and new releases to your mailbox. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I think so. DVD.netflix.com. Oh, okay. No, because I just saw that thing on the top left that just said DVD.com. Yeah, so you could, you can also still get DVDs, people, if you still want to fuck with it. But why? If you want to wait for that to. They got Picard on DVD, bro. (laughs) Yo, that is like, that's some meta shit if you think about it. This is a show that's only for streaming, right? And now it's for DVD, so it was like they so, cut out so, the middleman. They so, cut so out. So you don't have to subscribe to Paramount. Yeah, now you could just get the DVD and watch it. But then you got to subscribe to this to watch it. So you're still subscribing to something. There's no loot. There's no winning here. It's three disc. So that means that's three rentals. Can you imagine having to wait a week? Every time you send it back, because you have to wait. You, well, I mean, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to put it in your mailbox, and the guy who picks up the mail, uh, the the mailman, my bad, or mail person, correction, will grab it, then they'll send it out, and then they'll just give you another one. And when it started, it, it took like seven days for you to get a DVD, but then as you know, time started progressing, it you know it took like fucking three days at max to get another DVD. 
I'll never forget um, years ago. This was back when, yeah, Netflix was, you know, sending out DVDs and Blockbuster still existed, but they had already shut down a couple locations. And I remember I had a friend that wanted to invest in the stock market mm-hmm. and invested in Blockbuster. And I go, bro, why'd you do that? And then he goes, he goes, well, no, this is what I learned. Uh, I, I had a meeting with this guy, and he was talking about this was around the time of the that BP oil spill in the Gulf, yeah. and like they they lost, you know, their stock went down dramatically, but then all of a sudden it started going up. That guy had told him like, yeah, yeah right now is the best time to to invest in BP oil, and he was like, but why would you do that? And the guy told him like, no, because right now like their stock is so low that it can only go up. So he took that instruction and applied it to Blockbuster. He's like, bro, their stock is so low, it can only go up. And I go, yo, it's different because the world needs oil. (laughs) So it's never going to go away. The world doesn't need Blockbuster yeah. right now. It is gonna go away. And he was like, Nah, nah. I think I, I, I think it's gonna, it's gonna shift. And I'm like, Bro, the fact that they haven't done what Netflix is doing, the fact that you don't have to leave your house because the DVD is gonna come to you, is yeah. gonna change everything. I don't know. I don't know. Because look, what about Redbox? I go, Redbox is not making money the way Netflix is making money. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I could like reach out to him and be like, Hey, man. So how was that investment? How's it going? I'm on my yacht in the middle of Fiji right now. <laughs> oh my, yo, man, you know that whole Netflix and H um, uh, blockbuster thing is just so fucking crazy. And the, I mean, that fun fact that everybody just constantly brings out the whole thing about like, yo, blockbuster had the chance to buy out Netflix. Like Netflix, like they came to blockbuster and be like, hey, you want to buy? You want to buy uh, our company because this is what we are doing, kind of stuff. And Nef- and you know, Blockbuster just basically big balled them, kind of shit. Like, yeah, no, nah, we're not doing that shit. And it's just so fucking funny to me. Like, you had the opportunity to get money, but you didn't. But if you think about it, like, the one, when they came to them, Blockbuster was still like, I think they plateaued, and Netflix was just coming in, but they weren't. They weren't doing streaming. They were just doing mailing movies. So to Blockbuster, it's like, nah, people, they were, their, their whole thought was thinking about the, like, the experience. Like, nah, people like going to and, Blockbuster. But, the, but there was no experience. It was like, bro, you went and the, the, it was out. They were out on the movie. Yeah. And then you would talk to the, the people at the cash registers. They always had a horrible attitude. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's like, what experience are you really delivering? You're not delivering an experience. Netflix never was out. You wanted a movie, they had it. They had it, and yeah. you had it at, at your doorstep in a couple days. Like, and not only that, you could put other movies like in the queue. Like, yeah. all right, this is coming up next, and then this, and then I yeah. Want so this, if your movie was not is like, oh, this movie we don't have it, so it just go down to your next list, and it's like it's a perfect fucking thing. But they were they were just thinking about the. You know, like, there's movies that are made about, like, going to, not even a blockbuster, but just going to a video store and just walking the aisles kind of shit, because people like that kind of stuff. But it's, it's still, like, yeah, but, bro, if you think about the money and think about, like, how people are, the more convenient the thing is, the more people are going to generate towards, they're going to go towards that. They're not going to go towards, like... And uh, what you call it, like having to actually go to Blockbuster and stuff, even though that is kind of cool. Now is cool because 
Now we're just we're just doing it just for the nostalgia factor. We're not doing it just because we have to do it. Back then, it was like we have to do it. Like we have to go to Blockbuster. We didn't know that that shit was cool until it was like afterwards when we didn't have to do it no more. Like yo, that was fun to just look through the aisles. I wouldn't do that shit every time. I'm so happy about fucking Netflix and the HBO Max. The fact that I could just like sit down and be like, oh, let me just see what the fuck I want to watch. But I mean, like once uh, every two months, if there was like a blockbuster store once in two months, I'll go over there and just like walk the aisles, maybe not even buy anything or rent anything. Just walk the aisles just to see what the hell is popping. And then I look at the cover and be like, oh, let me see if that shit's on Netflix. Oh, maybe it's on HBO. It's on HBO. I'm good to go. I have a, I have a question for you though, because do you still watch DVDs or Blu-rays? No, I got lazy about because I feel like ah, that's work though. I I gotta pull it out of the cover, put it in my PS Five, yeah. and then and then I gotta put it back, and then like I would rather just turn on the TV and see what's available. Yeah, I think that's another reason why they stopped doing DVDs. Like people stopped waiting because they were like. No, but that's work, though. I just want to turn on. Bro, there's probably people out there press play. who still have their Netflix DVDs. Excuse me. That they haven't returned back to Netflix two years, three years. Bro, there was there was one time that I had a, a Netflix DVD, and I never returned it, and I totally forgot about it. And I talked, uh, called them on the phone. They were like, well, you could just buy it. I'm like, well, how much is it? It's 14 bucks. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just do that. So I just bought it. And then they sent me another one. They sent me, like, uh, what you call it, the, another one that was in my queue. I had to start emptying out my fucking queue so they could stop sending me shit. <laughs> I'll never forget, I had a friend that was returning a movie mm-hmm. to Blockbuster. And this was around, like, the time where, like, Blockbusters were starting to fade out. Uh, actually, no, no, no. They, they weren't close to fading out yet. But, yo, he had the movie for, like, years. I think for like over a year or something, and he went to go return it, and the guy was like, "Bro, just keep it, dog. Just, just keep it." Like he literally, t- when he pulled up the g- my friend's account, he was like, "The guy just told him, yeah, you might as well just keep it." <laughs> like, there's no point." He goes, "Bro, it, it got to a point where like the penalty fees, like, it's like you're you're on a list that nobody." G- looks at anymore like like you you've reached that point where it's like yo just keep the tape bro don't even he goes do you plan on like using your membership or anything he's like nah not really he goes all right then just keep the tape bro is it <laughs> who's gonna stop you now <laughs> you're on the you're on that you're on that a uh, government no fly list or something let me see if blockbuster is still around because i know they had a they had like a website that they were kind of trying to do what Netflix was doing. Look for new uh, releases, blockbuster.com, where the magic of Blockbuster Video lives on with Dish. So I'm gonna, <laughs> they're on the Dish Network. Interesting. On demand. Get it now. Or learn more about. Click and get it now. I guess it's only on the Dish Network. Oh. You know what? I, I feel that what's what's going on is just that somebody just bought the the name Blockbuster. That's it. I don't think I don't think Blockbuster's on Dish Network. I think somebody just bought the name. Just so like when people are going, cause yo, 
living in Florida and having dish it's got to be like the most horrible thing in the world. Yeah. Because fucking when it storms and shit like that. Which is almost all the time. It's like, fuck it. You're, you, whatever you were watching, <laughs> good luck. Good luck if 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 you have it like save on like, uh, what's that shit? If, if you're basically having it on delay, so it's basically saving whatever is happening prior. So then you're, you're watching it at a, uh, like if something, if it's like two o'clock and, you watch a movie that started at one thirty. Hopefully, that one that thirty minute delay that you have will get you back on time, so you won't be uh, losing connection to whatever rainstorm that's passing by overhead. Because that was a constant thing. Uh, man, I just remember being at my cousin's house and watching wrestle WrestleMania or some type of wrestling thing, and then it was fucking storming outside and. We could not fucking finish watching it because I guess a cloud was overhead or some bullshit like that. It was like, it made no sense to me. Like, because of a fucking cloud, there's nothing I can do. Like, can we adjust the fucking satellite? I said, no, you can't. If you if you adjust the satellite, if you just, like, move it over just a little bit, it's done. It's like, it's not going to get connected at all. I'm like, wow. That fucking sucked. So we just had to just watch it. And then it would just stop, like, in the middle like it would just, it was just, oh, top rope, two, three, oh my God, I can't believe it. And you'd be like, fuck, man. You missed the whole goddamn thing. What the hell happened? <laughs> Going to school next day being like, did you see the fight? Yeah, it was like a, a two count. It was like a three count. Yeah, this shit was crazy. Shit was nuts. Man, and, yo, it's just so much convenient just to get cable. Cable is so much better than Dish, but you know I digress. I digress, not digest. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, I think that's been our sold, yo. We talked about everything. Uh, uh, CW is getting <laughs> getting sold. Uh, I'm happy about that. I'm not sure how you feel about that. No, I I'm I'm totally happy. I think the reason why Warner, which is such a big company, would be letting it go is because they realize too, like, yeah, no one really watches this shit. Yeah. This is trash. Apparently, um CW TV shows and everything were making money. They were making money at one point, but that point stopped as soon as Warner Brothers came out with their own streaming service. As soon as they came out with their own because uh CW was making money and making uh profit um, before 2019 because everybody, they had a deal with Netflix that every show would just go on Netflix and they were getting a crowd from there. Like, you know, people were watching, uh, um, you know, the Arrowverse TV shows and uh, all their other TV shows that uh, that are CW originals on Netflix. And then once the new season starts, they would just watch it on CW. But as soon as Warner Brothers started their own streaming that contract that they had with Netflix, cut. So now CW is like on the down, and they, you know, they don't have, uh, they don't have, an, they're not making any money. So now Warner Brothers wants to sell them, and they believe that who's going to buy them is. Let me see here. There was this company. Apparently, there's a there's a company that buys up local news stations and some of the news stations that they buy like local stations that they buy 
they actually run CW stuff on there. And then Warner Brothers has revealed its plan to for a superhero series, but in a statement to his staff, CW CEO Mark Petowitz suggests the network continue to create quality content. You call that quality? Yeah, I hate it, bro. I'm trying to find out where it says that. Yeah, I forgot the name of the company, but yeah, man, I mean, I guess it sucks for people who like CW uh, superhero shows, but their shows are... No, it doesn't suck. It's, it, now it, has the, it gives them the opportunity to watch good content. This is good for you, is basically what we're trying to say. It's like, yeah. It's like you're trying to weed somebody off a of crack. <laughs> you know? We're trying to get you off the hard stuff, you know what I mean? And get you off some good stuff. This is the only way we could do it. This is your intervention, basically. This is the intervention that you can't, you don't watch this stuff and tell me that it's good because it's not. Look on YouTube. If you know you you know that a channel is bad if there's if there's like dedicated documentaries on why the CW TV shows suck. Look on YouTube and just look that up, and you're gonna find people who are who are who are basically doing hours, two hour videos on why the shows on CW suck. And what the hell? Yeah, it's like, damn, are they that bad that I'm willing to take out this much time? Because you think that they're taking out two hours out of their day. No, they're taking out research. They're watching the shows. They're watching the shows. They're they're basically taking notes while they're watching the shows and asking themselves, why does this suck? And they're answering that question. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Give, the, give those shows a watch on Netflix. I mean, not on Netflix, on YouTube. And uh, get back to me. But uh, with that being said, I'm going to play us out. Uh, I don't think this is a song that we're... Oh, this is a song. With that being said, I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we shall catch y'all next week. We've been us and y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace.